Hi, welcome to Your Loved in Christ, speaker Tijuana L. Canders. It has been a long time since I have come to speak on this platform. And the reason of why I wanted to explain to my audiences from South Africa, parts of America, Switzerland, UK, you guys have been great. You've been great supporters. And I went away to become more educationally grounded. My field, of course, is psychology, undergrad, bachelor of science in behavioral science and ethics. So I have been working the last year on a master of science in social psychology. And so the word of God states to study to show thyself approved. And I do know that scripturally wise, I am to be in the word of God. And I have had a couple years at Liberty University and um, at Houston Baptist University of studying the theology side. So I am more uh, alleviated at this time to come back to uh, speaking on platforms and a children's book will be released soon as well, as well as a second part to this You Are Loved in Christ series. So, which will be the second book to You Are Loved in Christ, Unity Amongst Christians. And you will see what the next title uh, will be. Of course, it will be You Are Loved in Christ and um, that will be released this fall as well. I wanted to tell you guys about today's topic, and that topic is, is it real? I have up a picture of a person's palm with a very green, healthy leaf and white flower. And the reason why I have titled this, is it real? It's because not everything that is presented is what it's supposed to be or what it looks like. So we have to dig a little bit deeper within ourselves and our situations and what is being presented to us so that we can get a full understanding on how to approach situations or how to allow situations to change and maneuver itself into a different aspect or for our minds to grasp what is taking place and what is happening so that we can effectively deal with the matter at hand instead of dealing with an illusion or disillusionment settling in, we will then be dealing with transparency and um, exhortation, um, not exhortation, excuse me, although we do need that in our lives as well too, more and more every day. Um, But we want to be transparent. The word I'm looking for is clarity. So we want to make sure that we have clarity in situations that are there where we're embarking on a situation or at the brink of a situation before we actually delve right into the fullness of it. 
in this way, we avoid an abyss where we're lost in what we see or what we thought we saw or what we thought we heard or what we had believed instead of what we should have believed or what should have been transparent before our eyes. There are people, places, and things that can present themselves as according to the word of God on target. But we as know, we know as people that, of course, we're not perfect. And if we're going to have the victory in our lives, then we have to know at any given time, if a certain person, people, place, or thing changes, then of course we know that God himself never changes. But when those changes come about, especially with um, things in our lives, they're always changing and uh, relationships are always changing. So we can't expect everything to be perfect. Is it real? Yes, it's real. But is what is being presented a full clarity or transparency or sincerity for us as an individual or group or community to be able to walk through that situation and be overcomers. We can't be overcomers or have the victory if we're kept in the dark. So that just doesn't work. And I know that maybe what I'm saying now may not be making sense to some people, but once you've lived it of what I'm saying to you, then you will understand what I'm trying to say. So for instance, if we, for instance, with me, I'm in school, um, working on a master's degree, three more semesters to go through this semester, two more. And, um, I, I would like to say that, um, on the surface, we as colleagues, we may present ourselves, you know, a certain way. And we may even be present ourselves as, being very open, very uh, clarity is there, transparency is there, openness is there. But what is happening is, is that we may come across another area, maybe not so comfortable in sharing or being open. And so that's a part that um, is not visible to the other person's, you know, spiritual or um discernment or either their uh, visual eyesight. So how we think we know each other, we really don't. And um, once we come across situations like that, we are to work through that and try to find means and ways to inter re reconnect or interconnect with each other in order to overcome milestones until success is, is there, victory is there. Success and victory are not possible only to a certain extent, but not full bloom for growth if we are not, you know, fully in community 
open with one another. So we have to be careful about that. And um, me as a person, it like bothers me when I don't see individual or individuals, plural, being open or transparent because it's like, okay, I see this on the surface, but what's really beneath? And I'm also the type of person I can discern very well if if there is a underlying issue there. And I, so though, although a person may not be open about what is really going on or how they're really feeling or what the situation really is, um, I'm not only trained to watch social communication, but, um, and how most groups interact with one another long before even going to school, the Holy Spirit is a very good teacher and discernment is very keen and high in my spirit. So I'm, I'm able to tell, uh, you know, what is going on in the situation. And actually also, I would like to say, I do have a balance where I don't overread situations. Um, sometimes we can be very analytical to the point where we're not actually, um, we we're, we're losing the insight. The insight is there, but we're losing, uh, the effective, the positive effect of it because we're over analyzing, uh, the situation or situations instead of coming back, um, and how we can stop ourselves from over analyzing a situation is by speaking to the person head on instead of having them, you know, carry on the way that they're carrying on. Um, it's, it's effective and, um, very, very acceptable to approach a person with the fruits of the spirit and be able to say, Hey, uh, can we talk one-on-one? And I found that people are more respectful of an individual that is able to do that. It is not good or cool to go behind a person's back gossiping, putting them down, stringing them along, causing dissension of which God detests until it's so out of control that it's not fixable for a very long time or not at all. Words uh, and um, emotional stress and mental stress uh, hurt people just as well as any type of uh, physical uh, abuse that someone may cause. So we have to be careful as people uh, that want to represent Christ or represent our communities because, you know, people are watching and they're watching how we handle our personal relationships and interpersonal relationship skills. So we, there, there is a need to just approach people. And I found it to be like so rewarding because there's not like a third party you're going through or, um, a, a constant tug of tug or pull about, anything that you want to discuss is, is just like out there on the table. And I remember a couple years ago, about several years ago, writing, uh, for example, a blog and the blog was called the good Samaritan. And, uh, 
mainly, and it was all about friendship. Mainly, we as a people, well, actually, it wasn't called the Good Samaritan. It, it, it was, it was a title about friendships, but I based it off of the, uh, the, the biblical Good Samaritan story. So, what I wanted to say about that is, is that it's, is very good when you're in a situation and you can just, you know, Thank you, Holy Spirit. It was called a Barnabas reaction. That's the name of the the blog. So please forgive me. It was several years ago, and I'm not looking at the blogs. So it is called. It was called the a Barnabas reaction. And what we want to do uh, with that type of reaction is with stranger, with friend, with acquaintance. However, you will label that particular relationship. Or even with strange, uh, like I said, with stranger, you want to make sure that you are approaching them in the right manner. And how you're doing that is, is that your first, their first perception, perception of you should be how you first greet them or first interaction, as you've heard, as we've heard the saying. Our first impression is our best impression. And so how we're presenting ourselves to them should be a presentation of inviting them into a conversation with us, not making them feel as though they're not welcome to be open or hold a conversation. And that means getting rid of all clicks. That means not engaging in gossiping. That means no matter where they are at that moment in their life, you are presenting them as or approaching them as a person of respect and respect towards them and that they are on the same respectable level of anyone else that you would interact with. So we want to make sure that we have those points in place when we're first uh, approaching a person because we should be resonating from ourselves, you're welcome, you're welcome, into um, my my community or my life. And it may not be on a very personal level. So you have to like decide which level of, 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 of per- personal it is to you because we all have different levels of friends, but there's a way of handling your friendship with friendship of stranger. Um, and you just because you don't know a person doesn't mean you treat them, you know, as an outsider. It means that you give them the same quality of respect and dignity that you would give a close friend of yours. Does that mean you tell them? all of your business? No. Does that mean that you may have something intimate that you relate with another person that, uh, you, um, that you don't want to share with them? Yes, that might mean that because you're, you're not obligated to tell them, uh, intimacy unless you know that, as I stated with the topic of this particular, uh, podcast, is it real? So, while you're extending respect and hope and dignity 
to a person. At the same time, you're weighing and watching and observing along the way of your discipleship towards them and your mentoring towards them of how they are interacting with others and with yourself and how they may be what mature level they're on to handle certain situations in order to themselves grow. So it's sort of kind of like a little give and take here and there, here and there. And, uh, but the whole point of this podcast today is, is to make sure that we are extending that. Then we can move on to the transparency part because we're, we all are, have not arrived. And I know I have not arrived fully 100%. And honestly, people, we never will. And that is just a reality of the situation. We are striving towards per- perfection. That's what the word of God states, but we have not arrived. And we only do it by the strength of the Holy Spirit. And we only do it by the strength of that is why we're to share our burdens with others because we only do it by the strength of upholding one another, not shunning one another when we, when they don't have a certain thing that we have or uh, does we, they don't belong to a certain country club, uh, that, uh, you may belong to or, um, as I've heard some people say the term, they're not part of my pedigree. And I totally disagree with that because we are not animals. We are mammals, of course, but we're not on the level of animals. As a matter of fact, God has given us dominion over the earth and over animals. So we are not to be compared uh, to that. We So there's there's no such thing as that. I do know that according to character and according to the fruits of the spirit that the Bible does tell me to keep my feet uh, from away from do not sit in the seat of the scornful. That's one. Then two, do not uh, wait, do not go uh, those that are trying to set a snare or trap for me or for anyone else. You are not to let your feet be snared. You're, you're supposed to stay away from gossipers, from snares, from people who scorn you like with their mouth and in every which way that they go. They like nothing about you. And there's really... There isn't anything that can be done about that. The only solution to that is just to be happy with you and where you are. And then that's when you learn how to create more, your own new beginning. You create a new story and it is okay to do that too. And I am one who is very good with doing that. So if if something is going like crazy haywire, I I believe and know that just because there is a storm does not mean that I have to follow the storm. If someone else created that storm, if that storm was not created by God himself and that storm was created by man, because there's a such thing as um, you putting yourself through your own test and the devil trying to put you through a test and man putting you through a test and God putting you through a test. And you have to know. Like, which one is all for? And quite frankly, if it's not a test from God and it wasn't something that I did wrong, I'm not following the storm. So 
if it's created by man or if the adversary is trying to throw his blows, then uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not following your cloud, your darkness, your, your storm. You, you're going to have to figure that all out on your own because I also believe that silence is, um, I believe in being silent and letting their lie find them out. And, um, silence is everything. So really there's, there isn't anything to be said, but I'm an observer and I've gone over the lion, uh, the, the eagle, the lion and the lion, the eagle and the wardrobe, which I have spoken already about that. What, which was one of the last of the two podcasts that I've done in 2018. And so if you want to know what I said in that, then you can go back and listen to that. And I'm grateful for the listeners that have tuned in to hear and listen to those particular podcasts. Those are very, uh, that one was a very important one to me. And it hits close to home because the Eagle, the Lion, the Three Strand Chord deals exactly with what God uh, wants, how God wants us to handle uh, storms. So therefore, let's getting back on topic to the subject that um, I'm on today. We we have to make sure that we are peeling back layers of how we're treating relationships and community and treating um, how we're reacting to different situations that that may come near us or down the path. And like I said, um, you know, just some things that people um, have or attitudes they may have or different views of you that they may have, just be encouraged. You don't have to own their view. Um, you you own what God has to say about you. And once you realize that your confidence will never is never your strength, you you will never have confidence, self-confidence, uh, in, in strength alone, your, your self-confidence is in the confidence of God, whatever God says about you, then it is. And you also have the authority to speak positive things in your atmosphere and around yourself. And that's what I like about the topic of mindfulness, because you're being mindful of those negative thoughts and you're not allowing those thoughts to overcome you. You actually take uh, heed of those particular th- thoughts and begin to change them into uh, or rethink new thoughts. And that is very important for you to be able to do as a person. And not only that, but mindfulness deals with our surroundings around us as well. So we may, we may be thinking a negative thought about someone. They may be trying to grow. You may be wondering, okay, is this real of what I'm seeing? Because one minute they're one way and the next minute they're faltering. Like what's real and what's not? Honestly speaking, all of it's real. And I'm thinking that maybe it should have been a better topic for this blog. But at the same time, I'm not for this blog, for this podcast, because I write blogs and I do, I do podcasts for the audience that knows me. And normally the topics that I speak on are the topic, the same topic that I write on within the week. So you can go back to the website and find it on the actual uh, blog. 
So back to what I was saying, and I'm going to reiterate about that in a little bit more towards the end of this podcast. So individuals will understand what, when they're following me or when they're listening or when they're reading how to, you know, follow and read along. We, all of it is real. So we have to grasp, um, the only difference of if it's real or not is if it's a disillusionment or not. And like I said, when it's overwhelming and a person is presenting something that is not, um, what an individual is used to seeing and it can present an illusionment or disillusionment. And it's about peeling off that mask, peeling off, coming from behind the veil and uh, revealing who we really are so that once we use, once we're walking in the, in the concept or precept of mindfulness, we're able to move on from there to pre- to project mindfulness all the time in our communities and in our relationships. Meaning if I see Jane over to the right of me and Sarah and John over to the left of me and I'm, I'm viewing a certain, I've already have a certain opinion about them. I'm grasping that opinion to say, Hey, no, I need to be mindful because I need to be mindful of who they are as a per, as a person, because for one, they're, they're, they, the, we are people first. We're community first. We're individuals. And we, we have to realize that we as individuals have emotions. We have feelings. We, uh, and everybody is a given fact on a hierarchy level, uh, need to be loved. And, um, it's not okay. It's not right. It's not, uh, cool to just go around and judge people. And, uh, we don't really know anything about them. So we have to have to actually capture those thoughts and, and, and not even if you've heard something about someone, you know, bring it under subjection and say, Hey, I, this is not something that I want to discuss. I want to get the, to know the person by myself or just think about something positive that you've seen from those individuals. And even in a short amount of small time that you have an interaction with a person or with a relationship, you're able to see, you know, some positive and some negative. So you're able to have, uh, to be able to pull some type of positive, um, some type of positive content or, or, or mental capacity about who those people are. So that is what I, you know, recommend. And that is what I try to do. So I really try to give people or individuals the benefit of the doubt. I don't judge them right away, but when I do see the facts, I try to weigh the facts and make sure they're facts. And that's why this is, this, this podcast is named, is it real? Because you, you don't want to feel like that just because you're on track, that if something happens and you're thrown off track, that all of that goodness that has been happening in your life. And that for those that are Christians, that God has done in your life, that it's just thrown down, you know, and gone because it's not gone. And you're, you're still individual. You're still loved. You can still pick back up and go forth and grow more. And at this many times in our lives, a matter of fact, all the times in our lives, 
We are in a constant learning process. Therefore, if we're in a constant learning process, we know for those of us who are experienced and seasoned that problems are going to happen. Obstacles are going to come up, whether they are fault or not. Tests are going to come and uh, we need to be able, be able to be rooted and grounded and not be anxious about it because the word of God states in Philippians 4, 9 to be anxious for nothing, but in everything and in supplication and prayer to make our requests known to, to God himself. That is what we're supposed to do. And I found myself during this season of coming away from social media and speaking platforms for a while, I found myself actually praying more and, and that's what I wanted. That's why I went away for several months or more, not only for the educational part, but mainly because I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. I have a lot of things going on. I have to regroup and I, I want to pray more because I realized that my prayer line to God is what is, is, is propelling me through and pushing me through. I am a perseverer. I am an overcomer. My ministry is about healing, deliverance, and victory. And um, it, it is crucial to me. I am close to God, and I do hear clearly from, from the Lord, from God. So I want to make sure that I'm able to pray when I need to pray and be that he is, you know, and that I'm, I'm following what he needs for me to do. At the same time, I also want to be prayerful about my relationship with others and to make sure that I'm growing where I need to, how I need to grow. So therefore, if you are one of those people who believe in taking sabbaticals and for a reason, then I commend you because it doesn't mean that when you take a sabbatical that you have given up or that your work is gone. Truly, if your foundation was really or or the gift or the anointing or um, the 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 seed was given to you from God himself, then it has gone. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's still there. It is OK. And I think it's mature for people to be able to step back and say, hey, I want to make I want God to do something in me so that my ministry can be stronger for others. And it's okay to do that. And I, I, I also, I wanted to say, although, you know, I am a Christian and the You Are Loved in Christ platform does promote Christianity, I do have a couple of acquaintances, friends who, um, well, of colleagues that have come and said over the last year or so, and every once in a while, every year, couple years, I meet a person that say says to me, "I don't believe in God." And several of those people, one was a Jew, one of my friends was a Jew years ago, and his wife uh, was was going to church on and off, but she decided to follow his faith. But um, later on, af- after watching my life, he is now a Christian Jew, um, and so that's been a long time ago, and we we're all still friends. And I had a couple other people that, you know, basically didn't, didn't believe in God. And one of those people eventually came to Christ. 
I want to say this. When I meet people, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm saying it. <laughs> and it really wasn't meant for me. I, I really didn't plan on saying this inside of this and inside uh, on this podcast today. But the truth is, even if they don't believe in God, I still respect them. I still respect where they're at and I still uh, re- re- respect their belief because it is God who reveals himself to people. So I don't believe that I should try to argue them down. And when, the, when I'm asked questions, I do answer the questions, but I believe that people can see God through your life without you ever uttering a word. So I don't need to say anything for a person to know if who I am or if I live my life correct or of how I, or, or about how I treat people or if I'm truly loving people. Like I said, I'm not a perfect person. No one is. But I do realize when it's time to regroup, when it's time to repent, when it's time to re, uh, uh, assess everything and when, and, and, and how to look at how growth is happening in my life and how growth is happening in other individuals' lives around me and in community so that I can effectively go back and address situations and issues and be able to come out of those different situations and uh, a stronger person. And I think transparency is like everything. And that's why uh, it's important when you're thinking about, is it real? Like I said, everything that is going on, whether it's a negative or positive, it, it it's it's happening. And what what the key to that is, is to look for the transparency and clarity. The action for that is, is to make sure that you are addressing it in grace and with the fruits of the spirit to make sure that whoever you're addressing, that they feel comfortable with the way you're addressing it and to be open with you. We can go a long way if we're able to do that. And world leaders do that every day. They may clash, but when it's time to meet with uh, the majority of them, they are able to come forth to say, hey, let's put this on the table. We we need to talk about this and see how we can work this out. We may not see eye to eye, but we're here to try to make it better for community and for people. So as long as we keep that in mind, and as long as the clarity and transparency is there to further growth and to, in order to embark on more new beginnings and more better, uh, us as, uh, us as individuals to grow more and as, as in, in, in community, because community starts with an individual. And as we connect with one another, we are then considered community. So with that being said, I have enjoyed this blog today. I mean, this podcast today. I don't know why I keep saying blog, but please excuse me on this podcast. I have enjoyed this podcast today and I have enjoyed writing the blog for it as well, too. What I wanted to tell my platform, my listeners at this point in time is I am now back to speaking on these my podcast every Wednesday. So you will be able to 
listen to the podcast on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor, and so many other platforms that You Are Loved in Christ is on. And I'm grateful to have many of friends from, as I said, I didn't even name them in the beginning, but from Brazil, from Brazil to Switzerland, to uh, South Africa, to Af- from Africa, to the UK, just from different places that um, have shown support for the You Are Loved in Christ platform. Not not for various reasons uh, that that are crucial for change to take compl- place uh, within communities, and I I think as long as we're working together as a people to be able to move things forward in the right direction, then I I, I believe that. Um, We'll we'll be able to see more growth in in individuals and people and community, and um, that that's what's most important. If any of you on the uh, that listen to the "You Are Loved in Christ" messages have any suggestions, please email, and the email is yalik y a l i c c at mail m a i l dot com. So that's Y is in yellow, A is in apple, L is in Larry, I is in igloo, C is in cat, C is in cat at mail.com. You can also read the blogs at you are loved in Christ.com. That platform will be available for you starting this Friday for you to be able to review all of the old blogs. They're still there. They never went anywhere. And even the new ones that are being posted Thank you very much for your support and tune in next week for another podcast. And remember, you are loved in Christ.